You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. What's up, everybody? Welcome back once again to the Area 52 podcast. Uh, and we're here. We're all here. Once again, the family's back together. Uh, Eric? I'm back. What up, buddy? I'm back. Hi, friend. Been out of town a lot for the holidays. You have been out of town. Yep. You have. In fact, uh, the last episode we did, um, we did with uh, our friend Melissa mm-hmm. Merlot. Mm-hmm. She came back and we talked about... Uh, Kind of military bases, disclosure. Yeah, secret military bases, stuff like that. Did she also date someone this time that had access to a military base (laughs) and told a weird story about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Phil Schneider was her uh, uh, her boyfriend. Yeah, she dated Phil. Oh, wait, I don't think we were supposed to tell anybody She tried to hold hand, and it was... All right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's an inside joke for the people who've listened to all the episodes at this point. Um, But no, we're back, and uh, you were were out of town, right? You were in... Yep. Where did you go? Uh, for Christmas, I was down at my parents' house, and then for New Year's, I went to Portland, Oregon for the first time. Portland's such a cool city. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was cool. It was, although it's like a weird cold, because it's like humid cold up there. Yeah. And I didn't know that, and so it's like just damp and wet, And but the city itself, like, I don't know, I've never seen anything <laughs> in my entire life that green, ever. No, More damp right? and wet. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> yeah. That's why I liked it so much. Uh yeah, that was the, I that was the longest you spent inside anything like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Eric. Well, yeah, this has been fun. Was, we missed you. Yeah, I no, like Portland. It's, it's a cool city, man. They've yeah. got so much culture, and like everywhere you look, there's like you can't you can't just go to uh, you know like a Walmart. Yeah, and get your stuff. You have to go like like to some place that makes artisan brooms yeah. and fucking handmade soap and shit. Yeah, but like I like I was saying earlier, at one point I was just sick of the uniqueness, and I was like, <laughs> I just want like like a normal like Danny said, I just want Wendy's. Yeah, like just give me a freaking <laughs> spicy yeah. chicken sandwich and let me eat my fries yeah. and my drink my big Dr Pepper. Like oh I don't God. want your. Now like, we're going we went to Wendy's to a, on the way home. We went to a donut place and it was like they didn't have any normal flavors. And I was like, what the hell is this? Just give me, like, chocolate. I just like want a chocolate weed. donut. Sageweed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a thing. Sageweed, raisin cinnamon, <laughs> caramel bacon. You're like, no. We went to a coffee shop. Did you go to Voodoo Donuts? Did you actually go to Voodoo uh, Donuts? No, um, we went to Blue Star. Okay. Um, All right. But, so, yeah, it was a toss-up between Voodoo or Blue Star. We ended up going to Blue Star. Oh, now you um, know. Yeah. You should have chose yeah. Voodoo. <laughs> and I also went to, uh, uh, I went and saw the Spruce Goose. What's oh, really? that? Yeah, the Spruce Goose is like, it's a giant airplane that was built by Howard Hughes like oh. during World War II, oh. and it's like made of entirely made of spruce wood, and the wingspan from tip to tip is the length of a football field, and uh, so yeah, so we got a tour of it. And I got to sit to, in the when cockpit. When he tried to fly it, didn't he have to launch it off of water? Uh, yeah, it, well, it's it was built uh, to land and take off from the water, um, and it, it flew once in, ever in its entire existence because nobody thought it would fly. And uh, it flew for one mile. That was it. And they landed it. And he's like, okay, it flew. I told you it would. Oh, my and gosh. I found out it has Ended like 24,000 horsepower. It has eight engines. And so we got to like sit in the cockpit and I have Did pictures really? and stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so the biggest cool. airplane I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I'm trying to imagine that right now. Yeah, I, have, I, I can't, pictures. Even, fa- I'll show I can't you guys. even wrap my brain around a wingspan that that big. Yeah, it's so, like a football field. It's It was crazy. Did the wood, I mean, was that to make it lighter? I mean, I can't imagine that'd be lighter than thinned out. Is it aluminum or no, what do they? Yeah, I think what happened was uh, 
if I remember the story, this is actually from the movie The Aviator. If you've ever seen that movie, The Aviator, with Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, that's yeah. the guy who built it. Um, oh. But I, I want to say that they were short on metal because it was during the war. And so supplies were low. Oh. So he's like, I'll make it out of wood. Okay. And so he basically made this giant ship. Like I have pictures. of it. It's enormous inside. Um, and he and he, I guess he wasn't afraid to get this wood wet. No, he did not oh worry gosh. about getting his wood wet. The original, it's called. They called it the. He called it the Hercules. It was a, but then everyone gave it the nickname of the Spruce Goose oh. because of the. Wood. I like yeah. that better. But then they wanted to call it laying the lumber. <laughs> no, they didn't. Nobody. No, no, no they didn't. Gonna... Um, you know, I, this is interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because there was something, uh, before we get to this week's topic, there was some stuff in the news. And one of the things that came out this week, um, if you guys are up on the paranormal, if you follow any of the sites, if you follow uh, any of the YouTube channels that uh, we've tweeted out videos from or talked about, you've seen this video already. Um, but it, it in the paranormal world, to use the 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 phrase of the day, it br- is breaking the internet as among UFO uh, fanatics. And it's this video that was released. Um, it's a nine minute video. I mean, this isn't one of those thirty second little shaky things. It's a nine minute video that was recorded on November eleventh of two thousand fourteen from a mili- a military helicopter uh, that was tracking um, this. It was doing routine flights along the coast of of Chile, and it's it saw this. They saw this uh, this. UFO. They call it uh, in Chile. They call it uh, UAP, an unidentified aerial phenomena. Um, but they saw this thing and they started shooting it with a FLIR uh, thermal camera, which is a high grade military camera that uh, sees objects in heat. So when they were able to view, uh, zoom in on it, it came across as kind of like a dense black circle or sphere or something yeah. that mm-hmm. that is giving off a lot of heat because of how dark the FLIR is. Mm-hmm. But I think the most interesting part of this of this video is about halfway through the the in thermal this thing starts laying out this thick cloud of something that like then maybe exhaust exhaust or, or I mean it kind of looks like a chemtrail if you've ever looked at chemtrail videos the ones that kind of the planes that kind of go and then stop and then go mm-hmm. and then and the, and and the top line is very dense and I mean it looks thick and yeah. and dense and it's very dark which means that it was a very hot hot uh exhaust that was put out from this now they tracked it with their not only their their helicopter and their thermal but with their eyes this was not a plane. This is not a helicopter. Eric, you've seen this. You you are familiar with aviation. You're familiar with uh, you know the way things move in the sky. What do you come away from this video thinking? Uh, two things that I was going to say. One, this is how ignorant of an American I am. When I found out that Chile had a navy, I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Because I just assumed that our Navy took care of everything that needed to be taken care of by the Navy. Because we got a problem. Like, oh, we'll, we'll send the ships. Like, I, I didn't even click that. Everyone has navies. Yeah, Most it might countries. be our, uh, it might be funded or established yeah. or owned by. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I just, who that knows? Was, I just thought that well, was. You know, the, was like, one, oh, the one thing that I like about the Chilean <laughs> government, and this is kind of interesting because we talked about this last week with disclosure. And we were talking about how the American government is so secretive. But Chile has a, a, a policy that as soon as they're done investigating a video or investigating a case, they release it to the public. Wow. If they can't solve it, they put it out. This video was officially released by the Chilean government because so they were cool. the, the CEFAA, which is their, the, I guess, the Chilean and something from Air Force. and It's their 
a government agency that looks into these events. They did two years of research on this. Panels of experts, panels of aviation experts, panels of people who could come in military experts telling us what this is because they were worried of what this thing is that's flying in Chilean airspace. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was out over the ocean moving inward, and then that's kind of where they got it from. At the first, it was this little tiny thing, and by the end, it's this like larger shape. So, I mean... Now, I guess the real question is, they filmed something. Something's in the sky because it's not a meteor. It's not something else. It it leaves an exhaust trail, so it's not, you know, there's something to this video. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that it's alien. I think this mm-hmm. could definitely tie into our theories of harp drones and things like that. You know, I mean, if chemtrails are... are... Now, the cool thing about this, the interesting thing, too, about this chemtrail is that they saw it on the thermal, but when they switched to their regular camera it's Mm -hmm. not there so this is a hot invisible release that this thing is hot invisible release that's a great band name well and to be fair it's kind of like a fart it is that's really what it is you you don't see them but like you can read them on thermal and yeah (laughs) she just goes all the way across the sky and it's like great Nobody saw me do that. <laughs> the Chilean government feels, films aliens <laughs> farting in the sky. That's fucking hilarious. But, you know, but it, that's exactly really, what like, it does it's look like. like. You can't see a fart, but it is a gas that does have heat, and you would it would read on thermal. So it you is can see like some a, farts. Those what? are the bad ones. You can. Well, the, that's in not just a life? fart. That's, a, that's when it. That's oh, when it's accompanied like, by no, its friends. No, I've never. You know, we bought, back we bought a little uh, FLIR one that plugs into uh, like an iPad or a phone. It's like a thermal camera that uh, you know that you can just take. It's it's a great, a fantastic uh, little camera that you can use for. We use it for ghost hunting and things like that. But we've we've, we've always said, and I now that you brought that up, I think we need to to compare yeah. this video. Is to film, film a fart. Film I've a always fart wanted to with coming the flare. out yeah. with the fleer. I just want someone to volunteer to fart. I got it. You're gonna do it. I got okay, it. I swear, it. there's a video online I've seen of a um, infrared camera well, recording a fart. Yeah, it's like one happened. of the airport yeah. or some shit. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, this thing. Like, I want to get it in the full like predator, like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, come out like that and see what it looks like. Oh yeah. Uh, let's I'll, like go get some rancheritos and work on it. Done. We'll hit Wendy's on the way home. He was saying spicy chicken sandwich that was cranking. Um, but that it's a very interesting video. What what do you make of it? Now, I, honestly, what do you make of it as a as a skeptic, as a pilot? What is that that they filmed? Well, I don't know. I guess the, I I couldn't find anything about whether they like reached out and tried to like make any kind of contact with it because if you're anywhere near the military and you're not supposed to be there, they did. Okay, because I couldn't find anything about that. Uh, what I read, uh, or and what I heard was that they. They spent time trying to communicate with it. There's actually um, both military channels and I, I want to say it's like an all civilian channel that's like mm-hmm. multiple languages so that they would try across in case they didn't understand. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's a Russian plane and they're like, look, you don't speak, you know, Chilean. And uh, so, yeah, they're, they, they tried to reach out to it. They couldn't. They said when they were tracking it, it was anywhere from about 40 to 60 miles away. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a distance. I mean, this mm-hmm. thing is away from it. And they said what happened was they filmed it until they were ordered to return to base and it disappeared behind the clouds. So it was drifting off and then it went up behind the clouds and they had to turn around and go back to the base. Whoa. And that's when they gave the footage and said, I don't know what the fuck this thing was. And then I don't know if they scrambled jets or if they went after it or anything like that. I That's part I didn't mm-hmm. hear. Yeah. I wonder if Chile, I see again, ignorant American. I'm like, do they have jets over there? I don't know. Yeah. So that's the thing. Cause like the military is like the one thing that if you're flying and stuff, you don't 
ever want to be where you're not supposed to be because right. you're going to get in big trouble. Right. Yeah, airspace and, is, yeah. is a big deal. Well, and I mean, even if they don't have um, um, uh, like radio communication, they have like ways of telling you like with wing wags and stuff. Yeah, like you, there's things that mean certain things and you have to respond or they will just shoot you out of the so sky. They can even do like non like if you can't understand me, I can do a non visual display in my plane to let you know that yeah, I'm like, not. Yeah, there's things that um, like you kind of have to learn to where if like a fighter or a helicopter or something comes up and it starts doing things, it means like if you see a wing wag, it's like you need to get down now or you will get shot down. No shit. Wow. Um, or some That's it, fascinating. It, if you're in a little airplane, uh, the big helicopters could probably just get on top of you and just force you down with the oh my the, the downdraft. Just literally Whoa. push you down. Yeah, just force you down. But yeah, there's things that if the airplane comes oh. up, if you, if there's ever a fighter next to you, you're automatically in trouble because he can't. He had to. He was sent He's to come get you. you right. Yeah, and so he'll do things because, like, if you're like in just a private airplane, you're not going to be on military channels. So if he does things, you have to listen to him. And usually, like the wing wag or whatever, you, you have to go land, and he'll follow you to the airport. And if you don't, he he'll just shoot you down. Oh he my care. gosh! Yeah, like that's what he's sent I mean, up that, there to do. And see, and that's what's so fascinating about these. This isn't a video of something that's kind of moving. It's a light from a distance. This is an object Mm -hmm. that they can physically see that has heat. It's not a meteorite. It's not streaking. It's hovering Mm -hmm. and floating. I mean, to be fair, it's it's floating. Yeah. I, I can't say that it's flying. I can't say that it's it's it looks like it's being propelled or it's doing anything. It looks like mm-hmm. it's hovering like a balloon or an object, but it's not. It's a dense, heated thing that at one point leaves a giant, massive plume of hot something, discharge gas in the in the atmosphere that hangs there. Mm-hmm. It so, kind of looks like the like something from the Jetsons, like how they drew yeah. like little spaceships and be like, Ooh. yeah, like, it's, it's <laughs> you know, really, like it, it's really interesting. Um this is one of those videos where you have to admit that it's something. And at this point, it's unidentified. You look at that and you go, that is an object that a military helicopter did. It, and it, had it just floated there, I wouldn't have been as impressed. But that discharge, I go, look, at this point, this is something. This isn't a rock. This isn't a balloon. What is it? So we'd like to hear your thoughts. We've tweeted it out. Um, we'll post it on our Facebook. We'll put links out there to it. There's a bunch of videos of this thing. Google Chilean uh, military UFO video. You'll find it right now. Um, and it's pretty fascinating. Uh, there was one other video that was released last night that we watched. I- I'm going to watch for more news to come on this. I showed this to Eric right before we went on the news. But like apparently in Peru, uh, within the last couple weeks or months, they found this giant hand it's like a three-fingered mm-hmm. hand that looks alien. I yeah. mean, it's like twelve-inch fingers. Yeah, it's got long, long fingers, fingernails mm-hmm. on the edge of the fingers, white flesh. If you put it in an X-ray machine, there's bones inside it. It does appear to be made of organic material. However, because of the way that it was discovered, because of the way that this man who uh, they, they discovered it and they won't tell anybody like the cave where they found it. They won't tell any, which I, you know, I agree with the video that, uh, we watched from secure team Tyler. He said the same thing. He said, I don't understand why it matters if, you know, just tell people where the cave is. not, people aren't going to like start booking flights to go yeah. down to this remote cave in Peru. Um, but the guy that's presenting this information does run a company called hidden Inca tours that does like, uh, elongated skull tours, mm-hmm. Machu Picchu tours. So, well, it, and they said they found like a a uh, petrified elongated skull with it as correct? well. Mm-hmm. It so, looks like a rock. It looks like a rock. What I think, I guess, as long as we're playing skeptic now for this thing, um, what I think is weird is 
So there's obviously like some kind of skin still on the hand. That's yeah. why you can't see the bones and there's still fingernails. So how come there's no arm still attached? Like it almost looks just like a, the hand is just kind of like neatly folded over. So And no thumb. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Just the three fingers, but it, it, the hand is in such good condition. You would think that there would be There'd more. There'd be more to it, and it, it unless looks, it was just literally locked yeah. off, and they put the alien hand in a yeah. thing and said, you know, like it's the monkey paw. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but yes, it does look almost. It, yeah, there's not a bone or like it was broken off from a yeah. fuller corpse. So I, I don't know. It, look, you can find that out there too. We actually tweeted that from Area 52. You can watch it and see the interesting part about that video from Secure Team, though. And I will say this is at the very beginning, he touches on this red UFO that was filmed in uh, Australia that kind of is filmed by the side of the road and then shoots off. And when we watched that last night, that red dot looks very similar to the exact same thing that Danny and I were talking about that we saw, uh, that we filmed uh, a couple weeks ago on that episode. They just filmed it a lot closer, mm-hmm. and so this looks like almost the exact same thing that we saw. So uh, go check that video out. It's on our it's on our uh, Twitter. So go check that out. Um, but let's talk about what we're here to talk about this week. Uh, we want to get to this week's topic. Um, this is one of those things that you had been suggesting for a long time, Danny. You had always kind of thought this was interesting. And it's funny because I'm with you, Eric. Once we started looking into this, I had had kind of a whole other... Yeah, I, I what I pictured was not... Like how it actually was. Yeah. And uh, what we're going to talk about this week is the Salem Witch Trials, a famous incident that happened in the year 1692 in Salem, Massachusetts. Um, Most of you have probably heard of the term witch hunt or have heard of the Salem Witch Trials. Um, But we wanted to kind of talk about historically what they really were and what really happened. Because like you're saying, I thought like this was a, a... it swept through the the country, you know, the yeah, country I, and everybody. Yeah, I thought people it was a were, huge thing. Yeah. <clears throat> How many people did you think died? I thought it was like hundreds of people yeah. were getting wiped out by this thing. Yeah. And I kind of thought that too. Like it was I, a huge... Yeah, I mean, I briefly learned about it in school, just an, enough. You read The you Crucible. Most, yeah. most of us had to read The Crucible. And uh, I, yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. I kind of did think it was more. And I thought it kind of went on for a longer period yeah. of time is what I thought, that it was an ongoing thing. You know, it was more like a a big event. And to be fair, I mean, if we look back throughout history, uh, thousands, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people throughout history on record all around the world have been killed after being accused of witchcraft. Um, You know, it kind of comes from a time when a literal translation of the Bible was how people lived their lives. And there were sayings that, you know, thou shalt not let a witch live for she is of the devil, you know, like literal, Mm -hmm. you know, translations. And so that's how they took this. And a lot of people, when Christianity or religion or whatever, people would accuse, uh, especially women, like it was it was it was almost seen, you know, leading up to this, that women were the ones who were most susceptible, like they were. What did they say? They were. No, the- it was because they weren't allowed to be ministers. And so, because they were not allowed to be uh, in a position that was closer to God, they thought that they were more susceptible to the dealings with the devil. They thought that they were also uh, more lustful than, like, just by nature, that they were just, yeah, a bunch of horn dogs. I don't know. Um, and that they, oh, like that they wanted, uh, the lady said, to have sexual relations with the devil. Oh, my God. It's just- <sighs> so, and that was our whole thing. So, you're starting from a place where these people literally believe in witches and devils. I mean, that's the thing is that when you take a literal translation of the Bible, right, then you have to believe 
you know, and I think that most people, uh, especially to this point, will agree that that uh, a lot of the things that come from religion are more, you know, fables, perhaps stories that were told to make you um, kind of like a parable. Yeah, a parable. That's exactly yeah. the, a parable. Um, you know, Aesop's fables. Aesop's fables, yeah. right? So you'd have to, which actually was uh, produced, uh, or I think released in the same year as that. I think it was the 1600, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Um, however, the thing is, is that if you believe a little translation, which is what these guys believe, then you believe that all of those stories, you know, Daniel in the lion's den, Jonah in the whale, a man lived in the belly of a whale for four days. And we go now, nah, well, OK, maybe that didn't happen. Maybe he went into the ocean and something happened and, and the story grew over time. But we know that a man couldn't survive in the belly of a whale due to pressure and weight. And uh, we just understand these things back then. They didn't. So they believed that the devil was a hoof footed yeah. demon that roamed the woods and that witches would try to steal their children. I I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a fucked up time. Yeah. Um, that movie, The Witch, that came out uh, last year, or whatever, that was basically about these puritanical times. That was kind of, uh, from what I understand, more of a metaphor of kind of the uh, awakening of womanhood. I mean, that was kind of what it was: is that as a woman becomes. Um, mature or what have you she becomes like you said susceptible and open and her the wanting of corruption and i mean it was just such a silly silly time slightly misogynistic point of view not slightly well i'm just saying that's misogynistic i'm saying where this came from absolutely became kind of from formed from that misogynistic point of view and then flourished into this uh it ties in with religion and it ties in with it kind of gave it these other um larger causes if that makes sense they put it on that it's it's religion not just our our ideas of women you know they didn't didn't own up to themselves they right they they didn't say oh we just have a poor view of women it was them saying no 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 it's it's because of god and it's religion and and it was it was such a a, like hellfire and damnation and it was so that i mean and so you had uh you had this happen for years in fact even in the area leading up to the time of the trial in 1688 uh, there was a family who claimed that their four children had been possessed of by the magic of their maid. You know, a lot of these people would have uh, slaves that came from either Africa or island places mm-hmm. like, um, you know, where where they thought voodoo could happen and stuff. And they would, you know, it's very easy for you to go, oh, look, you know. My children ate something and they're all sick, but you did this. You have bewitched them. And yeah. they would hang somebody. Yeah. Well, and like you said, back then, scientifically, they were they were stupid. They didn't know anything. And right. so the only thing they had to fall back on was religion and like their beliefs. And so, you know, could you imagine someone with like schizophrenia back then? Mm-mm. An autistic they, child. Yeah, or epilepsy. They, yeah, or... Um, Bipolar disorder yeah. and, and, and any of these disorders that we yeah. have that we know people are afflicted by. And we can even trace that back and go, look, I mean, even up to the fucking 70s, people yeah. were dumping people with Down syndrome yeah. in 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 sanitariums and saying, yeah. you know, you know, people with palsies and things like that. Yeah. You would come out and go, my child has a spirit in him. Yeah, that's why. I, I mean, this is not I always believed like in the Bible when it's like somebody had a devil, like a lot of times. I always interpreted that as like some kind of mental illness. Everyone just was like, oh, it's a devil. It's like, no, he's just, he's like chemical yeah. problems and he's Legion. psycho. The story of Legion, yeah. for example, the man that had all of the voices and the demons inside yeah, him. Yeah, he's probably schizophrenic. Yeah, he probably. He needed, he, there's no medicine back right. then. Imagine so, being epileptic and yeah. just you're in the middle of church and your first epileptic seizure happens. You are 
all you are is you're, you don't know what's happening. Your body starts shaking and everybody thinks that because you're in a church, you have been possessed by Satan. Yeah. So for, so no matter what, you're a sick individual who just needs help. And these people are literally demonizing you. Yeah. And that's what is so sad about that. There is so many, and, and I really think that, and when we get to this, into this, I think that a lot of that had to do with this. It was people who were, you know, it's an easy way to get somebody out of your way. You know, this still fucking happens. Yeah. A guy in the Middle East doesn't want to be married to his wife. Oh, she made eyes at somebody else. Let's stone her. That shit still happens. It's 2017 and that shit's still going down. So this isn't this isn't a new thing. This no. is this is yeah. you know, so all right, let's talk about the actual trials. The the incident that led up to this took place in in sixteen ninety two. And what ended up happening was this this whole thing resulted in the death of 20 people, which, like I said... Yeah, I thought it was yeah. way like more than that. More. I thought it was like 20. Is that like the first month? Uh, yeah. And then I read it. I was like, no, that was it. Plus, 20 people. And you made this point, too. It wasn't all women. Yeah, there was 14 of the 20 were women, right? Mm-hmm. Six were men. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into who they were and stuff, but uh, you know, most of them were hung. Um, nobody was burned at the stake. Which also, I was, right. I was like, wait a minute. I thought all they were, of them were burned. All the yeah. witches were burned at yeah. the stake. Nope, they were hung. They were all hung, except for one man, uh, and we'll talk about his death later. Um, but uh, the, basically the way that society was back then is that um, it was super strict, super puritanical, and there were certain members of society who weren't necessarily into the big city kind of liberal living. You know, there was actually two, two Salems. There was the town of Salem, which is more on the coastal uh, region of of Massachusetts and then inland a little bit from that was the village of Salem. And basically what it was, was the, these people wanted to have kind of moved to their own little community so that they could have a little more of this kind of puritanical community living where they expected everybody in the community to be like, you all pick up the slap. We're all policing each other. Everybody's here. You know, it was a community living where we all are responsible for each other, but at the same time, we're all keeping an eye on each other and nobody better get out of line. So, so it's like living in a small town in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking lot like Provo. I don't know. Now, this is the strangest thing. They, you were talking a second ago about how they didn't have science. So there were there were ridiculous ways that they actually would assume, like accuse somebody of being a witch. I mean, there was there was ways uh, to test for for witchcraft. Um, things like the the witch's teats. Mm-hmm. Do you want to <laughs> tell them about the witch's teats? We were watching this thing about the witch's teats. Uh, I I think it was just that they would basically it was that if you had a mark on your body in any time, it could just be a weird. Mark, a you know, mole, um, uh, something strange anything, that they yeah. thought was weird. They they believed that a witch had uh, a place where she would nurture the devil or the devil's beings off of her body. Essentially, she would suckle the the evil. <laughs> so if you had a big mole on your back, right? Maybe it's a witch's teat. But then the whole thing was that they would strip them down so that they were naked, and they would shave all of their body hair, and it was just kind of a um, another excuse to, to kind of demoralize people and Man, make had- them feel. Small. What was had, I was going to say, if they had the trials today, they could skip that step. Yeah, right. You know, everybody does that. Yeah, everybody does that. And, and, well, it's not even funny. The worst part about this is when we were watching that thing, they were saying that checking for witches' teats was was something that was a very common pastime. 
like the fucking creepy ass men. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like it was just an, a way for them to kind of just get women to undress in front of them. And let me check you for teats. Yeah, <laughs> witches teats, not here. Yeah, these teats looking good. And uh, then they would like uh, <laughs> they would test it and yeah, they would stick like horrible. a needle. They would essentially prod it like you would if you were checking for cancer, kind of. But I'm guessing in a horribly. Uh, crude manner back Dull then. Dull and unsterilized yes. way. Yeah, so they, Gross. Were, they would like prod it and if it bled or did anything like that, it if was supposed was to be normal. But yeah. if you didn't feel any pain and there was no blood or anything like that, you were supposed to be a witch. And that was... There was other things too. I mean, yeah. it wasn't even like that. They would like, if you floated you know it was if you there was the thing that if you weighed more or less than a stack of bibles you were well, a it's like the monty python thing where they hmm. like you know where they weigh out the, what the ducks yeah very small pebbles yeah. big small rocks very small rocks she's a witch <laughs> she turned me into a witch but it's funny how funny that is because it probably was pretty close to what they were saying I mean, back you've then you've got a bunch of uneducated people who I mean, they, they don't school themselves. They aren't like we, we've said we they're ig- they're ignorant people yeah. in the sense of the ways of the world. They still think that the devil causes night and that storms can be prayed away. So, you know, they're they're, they're in this place where mm-hmm. where it's very easy for something like mass hysteria or a movement to. I know how we can get, you know, us versus them can very easily take hold of a society. Um, but uh, the vil- the village of Salem, which is now actually called Danvers, Massachusetts, uh, was 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 a different place. And, and this this puritanical community kind of had their. I don't know. They were kind of out to get these people. The, the key players come are, are like this. Uh, there was a, a man named Reverend Sam Paris, uh, his daughter, Betty Paris, who was nine years old and her. A friend, Abigail Williams, who was 11 years old. It all began when Betty and Abigail um, started acting weird because they were they were hanging out with um, they had this slave uh, maid named Tatuba, who was from Barbados, and she was an older woman, and she apparently knew tricks, and she was doing this thing with um, it was egg whites and water, I believe. Yeah, how and how does that work? Uh, I think she just had a a big thing of water and then just dropped egg whites into it and said, you know, look within the streaming. Uh, I don't know. You'll see the, your husband, your future husband's face within this. So it's supposed to be a very innocent kind of ritual, I yeah. guess that they're supposed to do yeah. word. They tell people that they, I guess, saw something in the eggs and, and, and over the next couple of days, they start acting weird. They start, flailing around they start talking to voices they start saying that they've been pricked with pins and cut with knives and they want to throw themselves into the fire to commit suicide like this demons these voices are telling them that they are possessed and that they are evil and they need to kill themselves and it it so they start they start saying that you know they accuse tatuba uh and say you know we were doing these rituals with her and and she's a witch um and kind of being backed into this corner by these people saying, well, who else? Who else? You know, they start naming other people um, in the village. They uh, accused a woman named Sarah Good, who was an older lady, a local beggar, you know, kind of a, a transient, uh, not, not the type of person that the puritanical people would approve of. Um, and also a lady named Sarah Osborne, who was kind of an, an, an also an older woman, an outcast uh, just kind of a wrinkled 
you know, people that they just wanted to get rid of. So they they arrest Tatuba and they take her in, and along with the other two ladies in March of 1692. And once this happened, the floodgates opened, and the children just started accusing people. I think it's I think it's funny that I don't know. Maybe I don't know that much about this time period, but I feel like back then kids probably didn't have much say. Like it was just like keep your mouth shut, do your chores, and that's how the world is. Yeah. But like as soon as like the devil gets involved, like these kids are like everything they say is like oh they're definitely not lying. They're you know, they're definitely not lying. <laughs> well, so that's the only way they listen to the kids is if like the devil's involved. And yeah. didn't that lady say that because of their the people wanting to hear from them and these accusations, they were kind of like these rock star witnesses. Like it was like the trial of the century back then. Like people were couldn't wait to hear what these girls had to say. Um, they, they allowed in court, what was it called? How did they, how did they call it? Um, not spiritual testimony. Um, but where they would specter insight, spectral testimony or something like the spectral insight. Yeah. That's when, when they were able, they were able to allow them to testify to things that no one else could see. Well, they said that um, oftentimes the uh, they didn't believe that when someone was possessed or was someone was accused of being a witch, they didn't actually think that the person was accusing the acts. They thought that the person specter was accusing, or excuse me, was committing the acts. And um, but the catch was that the only person that could see the specter was the person that was accusing the person of being a witch. No one else could see this specter. So isn't that convenient? It's like, it's like, you get. It, I think there was a family guy episode where he's like, he has the invisible guy as a testimony. Oh, what's that? Mr. Invisible man. You know, like <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. It's literally, yeah. a, uh, it, it, I feel like court still is like that. Like you can still kind of pull off crazy stuff. In yeah, court. You just couldn't be like, yeah, well, uh, this giant rabbit here is telling me that he killed him and have that stand up in court. <laughs> and that's essentially what these guys were allowed. Johnny Cochran was your lawyer. You could, if the rabbit, I'm trying to think of a rhyme. Hmm. If, if there's a giant bunny, that shit ain't funny. I don't know. You know what? Fuck Johnny Cochran. Show me the money. Uh, but the fact is, is that, that Tatuba ended up um, actually confessing uh, under probably duress. I'm assuming that it was a horrible uh, interrogation that she had to go through. And once that kind of happened, more and more people were starting to be accused. But here's the thing. In the first round of, of accusations, these girls went after lower level members of society. In the second round, they started accusing more upstanding members of society. Um, people like uh, Rebecca Nurse and Martha Corey, who were two elderly women. I think they were both in their 70s. Mm-hmm. And both completely upstanding, completely well, you know, you know, going to church every week. And this, I mean, it's, it's amazing. In fact, Martha's husband, Martha Corey's husband, Giles Corey, was the, was the man who was arrested. And he was the one that was not hung. He was actually um, crushed to death. There was this practice where what they would do is they would lay him, lay somebody between two boards and they would place giant rocks on top of the board and it would get heavier and heavier. And the idea was they would press a confession out of you. Um, and the only reason that he was even accused, and this is what is so fucked up about this whole thing, and the men that were accused during these trials, all of them were only accused because they stood up for their women. That's insane. It's like yeah. if somebody accused you of being a witch and I said, my wife's not a witch. Are you kidding me? She's my, she's never done anything witchy in her life. And they'd go, oh, well, you must be a witch too. You must be with the devil. And the, and you're helpless. You're fucking helpless. And then there was the reverend too. Yes. Right? Uh, well, and that's was, that was kind of at the end of this when, when people were, I mean, cause 
multiple people were killed, like I said, and they were hung in like four here, five here, six here. So they were kind of yeah. done in, in, in fact, here's how it went. Um, oh, this is, this is the fucking saddest part about this. One of the accusations that was leveled during this thing leading up to the trials was at, if uh, Sarah Good, the local beggar who was ar- arrested first, her daughter, um, Dorothy, also I've heard her, they, her referred to as Dorcas. I'm yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Dorcas. 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 Uh, she was accused of witchcraft and she was five. And the story goes that she was so small that they couldn't even put the manacles on her because she'd put her hands down. They just fall off. So they had to make special chains to chain this young girl in prison. And she was actually held in jail for five months being interrogated and eventually gave up her mother. Um, I think they said that she possibly confessed just so that she could be with her mother yeah. in prison. She, I mean, she, here, here's a girl who, first of all, they're already poor. They're already got nothing. Your mother's in prison. All you want is your mom. You don't understand what they Dude, understand. she was four, right? Four or five. Yeah, yeah I've heard both. Young. You could, yeah, you wouldn't even understand most of the questions they were asking oh. you. Mm-mm. And, it, and it, it started, I mean, it started just spiraling. And then by the time they got to these, these actual trials where they were holding these women on trial, I mean, they, they really didn't take that long. In fact, the first one that was done uh, was a woman named Bridget Bishop, um, which we were talking about because if you remember the Ghost Adventures episode of where they went to Salem, they were in one of the buildings there and on their spirit box, they got the name Bridget Bishop, like yeah. very clearly Super Bridget cool. Bishop. So, and she was actually the first one to die. She, she was actually accused. Here's some of the heinous acts that she was accused of. Wearing torn garments. Oh, goodness. Dressing in black. And dressing in odd customs. What does odd customs mean? Just like, like not traditional. Not, not a fucking wet. bonnet and a, yeah. Unbelievable. And this is, this. she didn't, she wasn't con- of murdering or bloodletting. She was like goth before it was cool. Yeah, yeah she, she was, was painting her nails black. Rebel. She's in listening to Nine Inch Nails and shit. Right. And I, their definition of witch was very vague back then. It was anybody who wasn't, wasn't, uh, Look like the person on the Quaker oatmeal box. Yeah, fucking yeah. like in the church every day pleading to Christ to forgive them for being awful because they're alive. You know, I mean, it was just Jeez. very like time when when even if you were good, you were only good because you were a piece of shit and God allowed you to be good enough to. to yeah. I mean, there was no happiness. I can't imagine that. Like, I can't. If the time was shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you've ever been to back east in the middle of winter. And you're fucking, it's, it's cold as shit. It's yeah. the, 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 the wind coming off the ocean. I mean, it's, it's miserable. And these people had fucking nothing. Like they were these people in a new land. There was Indians trying to kill them all the time. One room there was houses. wars going on. Yeah. It, I can't no imagine TV. there was ever any sense of happiness. So anything you could do to break the boredom. And maybe sometimes you just make up lies about people. Um, and they would, these girls, you know, they would sit in the courtroom and they would do things to like, I, I don't know, that would make these 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 women seem guilty. They, they would, would persuade the jury. They would with mimic their acts. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Do you remember they would mimic the the people on the stand? Do you remember? Like, um, I'm trying to remember what they would do. But like, if uh, oh, like if if one of the women that was being accused of being a witch was on the stand and she, you know, even put her head a certain way, all the girls would put their head a certain yeah, way. Or yeah, yeah. If like she did something strange, they'd all like. You know, um, 
swoon like oh like or you know like they and just they would act really i don't know over the top like young girls do when they want to get their way but you know and and they would they would do these little tricks uh in in court but it still didn't stop um people from being hung and killed in fact um one of the one of the people who was killed that actually kind of gave people thought you know pause about what they were doing was uh you brought him up earlier reverend george burroughs who uh again was found complicit uh in this and as he was being hung he stood and he faced the crowd and recited word for word the lord's prayer and everyone in the crowd kind of went oh shit well according to our sciences witches aren't supposed to be able to do that and i thought it said that witches were the witches couldn't to... recite all of the Lord's Prayer. They wouldn't get the words right. They mm. couldn't be able to do it. And so with him being able to do it, they went, oh. Maybe not everybody's a witch. Maybe we executed some innocent people. <laughs> so now these 20 people have been killed and these girls are like still going. Oh, you need more witches? You know, they're at the point now. Where like, <laughs> oh, who? It's like a game show. Yeah, it's yeah. Duck. And duck, so they duck, start witch. they start um accusing more and more influential and powerful women. In fact, it was said that the governor uh you know and like the judges' wives were about to be uh accused of witchcraft. And and they started going, "Well, like we we could believe it when it was these poor people, yeah. but you're accusing <laughs> my wife now." And once it kind of got to that point, they went, well, fuck, I don't know that these girls are telling the truth. Yeah, I it, think there might be something afoot here. It went on. For, it was like a year and a half, right? It was like a February to yeah. May of the next year. Yeah, it went on for a while. The whole process and the drawn out. I mean, most of the executions were done, I think, pretty quickly, like within the first three or four months, right? But then the rest of the inquisitions and things went on. And after that, all the people that were being held, all the people that were accused, because it was like almost 100. I mean, they it had was like 200. Was it 200? Yeah. Holy shit. So they accused. killed 20. They have 200 accused. At that point, they, um, they said, you know what? We, we might have made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And they let everybody go. They acquitted them. Um, and there were some, it said that a lot of people, the funny thing about it was that if you confessed to being a witch, you kind of had a better chance of surviving these trials because they thought that if you had confessed a confession kind of, you know, allowed you to be submissive to God, you were now in God's hands because only God could be the judge of a sinner and could take care of those things. So they thought that if you are confessing, you are now, you know, uh, relinquishing yourself to God saying, uh, cure me, help me, um, and for, uh, I think it said that like 55 out of the 200 were able to uh, leave the trial in this manner. That's how they got out of it was by confessing. And but, but the thing was, is, and I, I remember one of the historians said that like the accusation of being a witch is a really, really hard thing to shake. Like yeah. it's, it's like you're just always a witch now. Like, I mean, yeah, they might have done it. And, and But that's the thing, too, is that this, I think, changed people's minds because – Within a few years after the trials, so what, 1692, 1693, by the early 1700s, the community had actually come together and paid restitution to the survivors. Like, they had actually gone, look, we're fucking sorry. Here's some money. Here's, I'm sorry that we did this. It wasn't you. Like, they literally, like, tried Mm -hmm. to make it up. But it wasn't until um, the original nine, I think it was, weren't weren't acquitted till... uh, uh, and, and and exonerated 
of of being witches until 1957. Mm-hmm. Like it took that long for yeah, that's crazy. 250 years or some shit for for them to be exonerated. Um, you know, when you look back on this, there's a lot of uh ideas that people have they put forward on what it might be um some scientists believe that it could have been uh something called ergot i hope i'm saying that right which was uh comes from a fungus that was found in wheat um it could have been lyme disease causing the marks on the bodies and the Mm. craziness you know i mean there's there's a bunch of things i think a lot of people probably the majority of people believe that this was a psychosomatic mass hysteria that overtook this village and then got out of hand. Um, I mean, yeah. I think we see that now, though. Like, Absolutely. something will go up on the news and everyone just freaks out and starts panicking. And yeah. It's kind of within human it's, I mean, nature. Nothing, yeah, nothing's really changed. It's just now, yeah. instead of, like, having some guy, like, ride his horse in the middle of the city and, like, do a scroll and, like, yell, like, hey, 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 like, now we just do it on the TV. <laughs> or, the, or, the, or the internet or whatever, yeah. social media. Um, and this is something that's that's very true. It's a very good point because this is something that's happened throughout history. Yeah. Um, you know, we go, oh, well, we're f- so far past that now. Not even. Yeah. Not even really. I mean, even even within the last hundred years. I mean, look at the uh, the McCarthy era uh, communism. You know, the whole the blacklist uh, the, thing. the blacklist yeah. thing where where uh, was it Joseph McCarthy? Was that his first name? Joseph McCarthy? Mm. George McCarthy? Mark McCarthy? He he started accusing people in Hollywood. Uh, all throughout the country, really, of being communists. And once you were on the list, you were done. So, like, there was writers and there were people in Hollywood, people that were arrested strictly because he said they were communists. Mm. And when, when we were in the height of the Cold War. And it was another witch hunt. And nowadays we do that with Muslims. We do that with the gay community. It's all this stuff. We're always looking for martyrs and witches and people to demonize and say, oh, well, they're, they're evil or they're this or they're this and we can generalize and... And you're right. All it takes is one post and a million shares, and we all believe that same thing. If somebody says, if if somebody accused a woman of being something nowadays, it would only take a matter of minutes before half of the internet was on the same page, going "Burner, hang the witch," <clears throat> and, that, and that would be the knee jerk reaction. <clears throat> and that's really all this was. If they had taken time, and once they did, and they went, "Oh fuck, you guys, um, maybe, maybe they're not witches, guys." Yeah. The knee-jerk reaction is you f- fucking murder, you know, and that's that's what's so sad about this. I don't know. It's just it's uh, to to me. I think that the girls, the girls, nothing was wrong with them. I'm not saying that they were faking because they were evil. I think maybe they got in over their head. My personal opinion is maybe they got in over their head and then they started to believe their own hype. And kind of got caught up in their own game. But I don't think that there was actually ever anything satanic or paranormal or weirdly spiritual happening in Salem. That's just my two cents. Yeah. Well, I mean, the two little kids that started accusing people could just be like messed up evil little kids. Sure. Like I watched this show one time. um, It happened in like Great Britain, I think. They're like the youngest people convicted of murder or something like that. They were like nine and 10 years old mm. and they like lured this little kid from, from the mall. a mall. Yeah. And like yeah. took him and just like killed him. They have the shut the, the footage yeah. of him walking out of yeah. the mall. Holding just because they, they were like him. 10 years old. They killed somebody. Yeah. Just because. So it's yeah. like some people are just born with their brains, like wired weird right. and you know, perfect storm stuff happens. And it's just like, mm-hmm. Oh, let's start getting everybody you know? Yeah. I asked Mark, I was like, how come nobody accused the girls of being witches? Yeah. That, that's what I, I thought, didn't understand. Too. Like, how, like, why didn't anybody say the girls are witches? Because, well, yeah. and I think it was because of the fact that one. because 
Betty was Reverend Sam Paris's daughter, and he was yeah. like one of the leaders of trying to get this community to separate and trying. If if you look back at this, a lot of this was either I'm accusing you, uh, we're accusing people who are against this split, against the idea of the the village of Salem becoming its own puritanical kind of uh, self reliant community. Um, or the second round of accusations almost seemed to be like it was poorer farmers accusing more affluent, more successful uh, families in town. So it always seemed like there was a vendetta, or the I mean, and they did have they did stand to gain something from that though, because absolutely. if you if you were accused and you were were put away, all of your estate was handed over to. It, it became the, the property elders. of Massachusetts. Yes, right. it was within. It became theirs, so it would go right back into them. So I mean, if these people were being put away, all of their land, all of their money would go back to them. So I mean, it wasn't like there wasn't monetary uh, gain. And let's face it, that's this. always and that's always a, motiv- yeah. a motivation. Yeah. For I mean, look how much things. look how much money the Nazis uh, stole during World War right. Two, or how much money, how much gold we as Americans took right. out of Iraq. Uh, right. you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that, that, that war gets. If yes. you need somebody's, Hey, look, we, we, we've, many people have said we went to war because we wanted, uh, it's very easy to go. You know what? I accuse all of you because once we kill you, we can have the oil. It's yeah. the same or, thing. Or saying that they're a threat to us. Right. It's if they're the a threat to society de- or to us as a whole, then and everybody will get on board. Weapons and- of mass destruction was the new witches. Yeah. Saddam, he's got him. Oh, what? Spells? Bombs? It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. None of it's real. And then when we're done with it, we go, but you said, you, we trusted you. You're in charge, village elders. You said these people were witches. They're not fucking witches. They were regular people. And now we went over there and fucked it up because you guys wanted something else done. And then yeah. we look like assholes because we're part of the village. We're part of the country. We're part of the nation, whatever it is. And when you look back at these girls, I mean, think about this. You're talking about Betty Paris, nine years old, Abigail Williams, 11 years old, a couple other girls, Elizabeth Hubbard and Ann Putnam, both 12. You're putting the lives of 20 plus people in the imaginations and hands of these young, impressionable, a nine-year-old girl. And you're asking her, close your eyes and tell us what the spirits say about these adults. (laughs) Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Would you trust a fucking nine-year-old, eleven-year-old, twelve-year-old, any of those ages to? I don't with want your them life? to have phones. No. Not yeah, let alone power over Drives your life. Nuts. Yeah, I'm like that's enough. And we're talking young, impressionable, scared girls who are already a lesser part of society. They're yeah. already not men. They're already not males. They're already not being geared towards being a community leaders. They're geared towards being. Right. Slaves and house women. Mm-hmm. In that time, I mean, in they that- said that women were supposed to be, it was submissive to their husbands and to men and to society. And that that's, yeah. you know, kind of like uh, being seen and not heard and just doing your housework and being a mother and just being quiet and just shut up and live. Yes, that's it. Shut up and live. At the most. And shut up and live. At, and, at, at the most. You're and, right. And honestly, um, I think that was the thing, too, is that they're, they're young girls. Like you said, they're not men. Um, suddenly attention is being paid to them. The older people are listening to them. They've never been able to be outspoken. They've never been able to be, uh, to act that way. You don't get to act ostentatious and things like that. Um, and, um, like you mentioned, there was not really a separation of church and state at the time. And so it was kind of a way of also getting rid of somebody if they were in your way or you didn't want them around or you didn't like them because they were weird because the authorities did not interfere because, They thought that this was in the hands of religion. Of God. And who are we? Who are we 
to right. question what God wants. And right. then you step back and you go, guys, God or not, whatever your belief system is, he had fucking nothing to do with that. And it's crazy how many things, how much murder is done in the name of religion, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's the saddest thing. Well, is. And like back then it was like, I mean, they had like judges and lawyers, but it was more like ecclesiastical law where mm-hmm. the church was there how was they no, judged stuff. There yes. was no separation yeah. between church and state. That's what they wanted. They wanted to be able to have the leaders of mm-hmm. their church because those were the people who had the word of God and God's law was mm-hmm. above all other laws. So if if we allow our church leaders to become it's fucking pretty much what's going on now mm-hmm. with this fight with the GOP. We want people who are in there because God said abortion's wrong. No, listen, you guys, that's not how the law works. You're 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 making you're making judgments based on a literal translation of the fucking Bible that doesn't say that and you're making law for the rest of us based on your religious beliefs. And guess what? That's not how this is supposed to go. Well, then shouldn't all men have facial hair? Like, isn't yeah, that we like a thing like no men should... I got mine. They, um, that's true. We should all... <laughs> the best you can do, all right? Uh, no, it's good. I'm if just you and I ever want good. to have a child, I believe I should go out and probably slit the throat of a goat and let it bleed out into the, you know, so that the spirits of, of yes. fertility will yes. journey to your womb. Are you not working womb. on that? Well, look, what I did was I placed a wrapped beetroot under your bed. Oh, okay. It's wrapped in a goat stomach. And from what that's supposed to do is it's supposed to release the spirits of fertility into your womb. And if, oh, if, if for some reason, now listen, people on the, don't start freaking out thinking Danny and I are trying for kids right uh, now. Yeah. However, that's the if thing. you don't get pregnant <laughs> when, after I put this beetroot under there, then I'm a witch. you're a witch and we, we go from there. To so, the hangman's noose for me. Well, it's either the hangman's noose or you just confess. And then, uh, Oh, there, there is a way. Out. Yeah. You that's can right. say, all you have to say is that, uh, when it comes to, uh, You're most always right. I'm always right. And yeah, but isn't that right though? I mean, it's again, it's the subservient one, but yes. and it's bullshit. You know, I mean, that's that's I think the saddest part of this is that when you look back through history, and I'm not just talking about Salem. I am talking about for all times when people have used religion, used gods, whether it's Christian God, whether it's a Roman gods, whether it's the Egyptian gods, whether whatever kind of gods, the Norse gods, the people you believed in, what it was. There was always probably somebody who was just born with a defect or uh, 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 some sort of some sort of issue, mm-hmm. and those people probably had a horrible life because these people didn't understand that it was just epilepsy, it was yeah. just autism, it was just schizophrenia. Yeah, and and it's really sad. That's the, I think the saddest part is that innocent people. Who had no way to uh, to defend themselves, and you know what? That's still happening. I mean, let's face it. Right now, innocent people who have no way to defend themselves are dying right now in places like Syria, in, in all over here. There was a shooting the other day in Fort Lauderdale. I mean, people all over the world. It doesn't mean matter where you're at. People every day are being persecuted, uh, even killed, losing their lives because they can't defend themselves in the name of somebody saying they're doing something for religion. Mm-hmm. This hasn't changed. These witch trials, these people, it hasn't changed. Yeah, uh, we we and and it, uh, maybe that's worse because we now understand even like we have a greater understanding of humanity. We have a greater understanding of what makes people tick. And yet we still want to kill each other. Yeah. Well, I remember after like 9-11, anybody who remotely looked like they're from the Middle East was like persecuted. And like I remember when I lived happening. in, yeah, in Arizona, mean, there was a guy that like he he like I mean, this is going to sound like a horrible cliche, but it was true. He ran a 7-Eleven and he had like a turban and everything like that. And they interviewed him and he's like, I'm not even Muslim. I'm Indian. Oh, yeah. And like that was happening all the time. Yeah. Like I had a buddy in high school who um, 
he wore a turban and he wasn't Muslim. I can't remember what he was, um, but it was like part of his religion. And we, we went to go play basketball. I think I told this story once. We went to go play basketball and they wouldn't let him in the school unless he took oh it off. Oh my gosh. And, and my dad was like, you guys are going to get sued. Like that's part of his religion. He's yeah. not even Muslim. And it's like you're going to get sued if you don't yeah. let him come in the school. That, and that's something that happen, is happening currently all over our nation. I mean, there's a whole section of people, I don't want to get political here at the end, but that, that voted this year based on the fact that they were able to persecute people publicly. Um, it's happening on both sides. I mean, I hate to say that. There was that no, video that was uh, trending this week, like uh, on the Internet, that was of the black kids who beat up the, beat white, up the disabled white man. Kid. And... Yeah, it's just it's and, and people who are get, not good people are are look people who are not good people. Period. And they get all it doesn't the matter what your right. It doesn't matter what your skin tone is, what your ethnicity is. It's your intentions and who you are at, right. at your core, and that can that's that's across the board. I don't I don't care if if it you know the, I don't care if if it was four black kids beating up a white kid with special needs. I don't care about all of the goddamn semantic descriptions of people four people who knew better beat up and another tortured person. another person who was helpless yes that's it those are the only adjectives you need to use and if it was a black man who was disabled i would have been just as upset I, because it wouldn't have mattered right if it I was mean, four that's white people and, and think about an that Indian though or in, whatever in it was world, if it had been four white it's people violence. beating up a, a black kid and it would have been this and if, it, if it's this then it's this no it's not we're all people mm-hmm. and at the end of the day it doesn't matter it doesn't matter from from the time that we from from the 1600s from from even before then it didn't matter it's always been rich people and poor people my religion your religion my skin tone your skin tone my choices your choices i'm and better than you and we're never going to agree we are never going to all have the same and we're never going to be like, oh, we agree until we get to a point. And I think that's one of the, the fascinating things about like when people talk about aliens and they say that they were picked up by an alien race and all of the aliens look the same. They were all these grays and they all had the same. They were all the same height. Yeah. You go, well, you know what? That's the society that figures out space travel because they're not too fucking worried about how good they look on Instagram. Everybody looks the same. Everybody is the same. Everybody stands the same. Everybody wears the same outfit. And at that point, is that the only way that we can ever get along and ever succeed is if we eliminate the fact that some of us are men and some of us are women and some of us are tall and some of us are fat and some of us are black and white and shiny this and that and the other we're all the million things until we can get rid of all of those things can we be the, can we can we live in peace and it's it's just it's a it's a sad question to ask but when you look at inst- uh, instances like this you look back over it and you go well we've always been like this this hasn't changed it's been since 1692 and we're still hunting for witches today so, I don't know. I mean, it, uh, clearly we're not hanging people in the square. But here, other parts of the world still are. Yeah, we're other parts sto- of the world do worse than hanging. Stoning, yeah. uh, cutting off people's... I mean, that's, that stuff still happens. Yeah. So they when kicked you, all those... The ISIS like, took those uh, uh, gay people up on top of the building, just kicked them, them off. off. I mean, this... Yeah. The, yeah. They'll, just, the they'll East, tie their hands and just throw them off yeah. a building. In the they'll Middle East, burn no pe- joke, Yeah, they're, they're, they're burning people. They're killing people. You can stone yeah. your wife. You can accuse your wife. This stuff, when you hear this story, you go, my God, oh my God, back then, what a... No, this is still happening. So, can we, can we solve this? No, probably not. Can we going to be able to solve humanity? No. 
But you guys in your day-to-day life can, in fact, do this. When you know, Don't go out looking for witches. Don't buy the hype. Don't be on the side listening to the girls, the nine-year-old girl pointing her finger. Do your research and step back and, and try to understand these things. Because throughout history, a lot of people have died based on knee-jerk reactions because they didn't agree with people. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very poignant story still to this day. It, it really still rings true in, in the way that we live our lives, you know? crazy this is a, if i was going to make a movie about the salem uh witch trials this would be the plot and this is what i hope happens okay so the high ups in the city right two or two or three of them you know they're having affairs the homeless women somehow find out about it so they're like oh my gosh like we got to get rid of these women because if they find out that we're having affairs and we're high up we're gonna get killed because like adultery was a big thing back then right so then they're like they tell the kids look And then, so they kill these people. Turns out, if I made a movie, that's what it would be. Dang, I'd watch that movie, Eric. I'm not going to lie. Fucking write that. Yeah, that would be my movie. Nice job. You know what? I'm not even going to give you any shit. Here's what I might have Sasha do. I might have him edit out certain parts of that so that you don't give away that entire plot (laughs) on the goddamn podcast. (laughs) Because that's pretty damn good. Yeah, Maybe just take out movie. like every seventh word and people will just go, what? wait, what did he say? You're like, yeah, that's it. You're going to have to wait until it comes out. That was on purpose. Um, Danny, what do you think of all this? I mean. Uh, ditto. Same thing? Yeah. <laughs> ditto. I mean, I, I didn't write that movie. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's messed up. Um, there's really not anything you can do other than uh, feel bad for the victims and hope that we are smart enough knock on wood, that this will never happen again. So, uh, it looks like about that time. We are wrapping up for the week. Um, do you guys have anything you want to say in closing? Uh, check for my movie, Salem, in <laughs> summer of 2018. <laughs> I can't wait for the review. It's just going to be Salem, more like so lame. <laughs> Mom. Mom. <laughs> no, actually, it sounds, like a really, it sounds like a really interesting movie. We'll, uh, that's how you, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Babe? Anything? No. All right. We wrapped it up pretty nicely then. Okay. Well, on behalf of Eric, on behalf of Danny, on behalf of Sasha, and everyone here at the Underground Area 52 facilities, thank you so much for joining us. And hey, we'll see you next time. Find the witch, may we burn her? Who do you know she is a witch? She looks like one. Bring her forward. I'm not a witch, I'm not a witch. But you are dressed as one. They dressed me up like this. And this isn't my nose, it's a false one. Will? Well, we did do the nose. The nose? And the hat. But she is a witch. Dress her up like this. No! 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 no. no. Yes. 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 A bit. A bit. A bit. She has got a wart. What makes you think she is a witch? Well, she turned me into a newt. A newt. I got better. <laughs> <laughs>